to the Ask Chris and Kate podcast, providing answers to your burning tennis questions. Wherever you're going on your tennis journey, we're here to help you get there. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Ask Chris and Cade podcast. This is episode number eight. And today we'll be, we will be reviewing the third round and our predictions for the fourth round. Yeah, we had a better, much better third round than second round. Well, I shouldn't say that. Uh, second round, we just tried to pick some upsets and they, not all of them came through. However, we were very solid. I think you were, were as a team, uh, yeah. we're hovering around 80 or a little better than 80%. 80%. Yeah. You got a couple more right than me this time. So congrats to you, Cade. <laughs> Thanks. Um, so uh, I hope everybody's been enjoying our, uh, our uh, chats about the Australian Open. We're just loving being able to watch TV uh, or watch tennis <laughs> on TV. And it's nice to see, uh, you know, some pro tennis being played and see, watching them compete. It was great seeing the fans, but as everyone knows, we're in a little five-day five lockdown now. So uh, I think that kind of impacted some of the matches in round three that mm-hmm. we will talk about a little bit later. But uh, let's get into round four predictions, unless round, you got anything yeah. else to add there, Kate. I think uh, that wraps it up pretty good. All right. So uh, first match we got is Novak Djokovic versus the Canadian Milos Raonic. Now, this one, I'm, I kind of want to talk about this one for a little bit, so it's a good one to start with. Milos, I knew before he would, or like, I knew he was going to probably play Novak, and before we seen the little incident with Novak against Fritz, I think... What incident? What are you talking about, incident? Uh, well, if you guys didn't see, Novak, unless he's playing mind games, clearly has... Uh, a tear in the stomach area. He has an injury. Injury. He seemed to diagnose it as a tear. We're not sure if he's a doctor or not, but obviously he wasn't feeling too great against Fritz. However, he did say in the match he was feeling better as the match went along against Fritz. But he could be using a little Jedi mind tricks against uh, Milos there and maybe kind of, you know, trying to get Milos thinking he's not going to show up or maybe he's not going to play or whatever. And, uh, you know, maybe just who knows, but he might not come on court too, right? So, yeah, I guess what I was getting at was even before all that stuff happened, I had Milos beating Novak. That's the point you want That to was make. the point I wanted to make. Right. So even with this happening, I still think Milos is going to beat Novak. So I'm taking a huge upset here and I'm going with Milos because... I mean, the way he looked against Fuskovic, who was able to take out Stan in five, I think means something. Um, he didn't look too bad in the ATP Cup. However, he had some really good moments. And I think he's looked really, really solid throughout um, the tournament so far. And he's even said um, his goals for the first first matches were to, you know... Um, kind of save time out there or win, a, what's the word? Win efficiently. Efficiently, yes. yeah. So he hasn't spent near as much time on court, I think, as Novak has. And if if this injury is true with Novak, I think that's only going to make Milos' chance higher to win. Okay, we got to say a few things. We're not saying Novak is faking injury. So there is an injury there. It's just how, it's, it, it, how it, it is true. Is how severe is it? Yes. So we don't want to think that we think Novak's a faker. We're not saying that at all right now. 
Um, as far as the upset, upset, I think it's a bigger upset if Novak wasn't injured, like you were saying, but yeah. you're still picking Milos. Um, I agree with you. I think now with the injury, it would have been tough if Novak wasn't hurt, if he was feeling 100%, and Novak still might be that wounded bear right now, and he might come out. Who knows what's going to come, but I'm, I'm going to stick with you and pick Milos to beat him this time because in the Fritz match, he did struggle with returns, okay? And if Milos is serving well and he's still struggling with returns, it's going to be tough for Novak to break. Um, but one thing that he did show in that match, as Brad Gilbert said in Winnie Ugly, uh, I think Fritz was a little bit of a happy camper after mm-hmm. winning the fourth set, saw Novak kind of struggling. Mm-hmm. Novak was the wounded bear, you know, showed some determination and mm-hmm. found a way to win that. So who knows what Novak's going to show up, but we're taking the Canadian, Big Milos, and the yeah. Missile. Yeah, we're hoping for, yeah, the missile. Um, Next one, I think this one should be straightforward, but you never know. We have Lajevic versus Alex Zverev. Uh, We predicted both of these uh, guys to get to the next round. Zverev had a pretty easy win, 6-3, 6-3, 6-1, and Lajevic had a 6-7, 7-5, 6-1, I think Zverev, like, we were worried about his little back, back stiffness or whatever he had going on at the beginning of the tournament, I think that's that's gone. I mean, I thought he was going to beat Manorino, but I didn't think it was going to be that easy. That, that The scoreline, I mean, clearly highlights that. And, I mean, I think he's playing some pretty good tennis, and I think it should be a three- or four-set win for Zverev. Yeah, I, I kind of think Lakovic is a lot like Manorino. He's not a lefty, but I don't think there's anything he can do to really hurt Zverev. Mm-hmm. Zverev's got the bigger serve. Mm-hmm. He's you know solid on both wings, and if he needs to grind you out all day long, we know that he can go forever on the tennis court. And mm-hmm. I think he is close to 100% now mm-hmm. or 90% healthy. Mm-hmm. So I agree. I think Dusan might eke out a set and a tiebreaker or something, but I think Zverev's going to win it in four, if not three, like mm-hmm. you said. Yeah. Yep, so we take Zverev for that one. Um, next one. Now, these were some... These were weird matches, I thought. I did not think Kyrgios was going to push team as far as he did. Like, that's crazy. And I just remembering watching that match, like, oh my god, is is team going to get upset here? But he he stayed strong right through the last three sets. I mean, 6-3, 6-4, 6-4, and it was a great match. Um can I, I'm just going to quickly say yeah. something here. I, one thing about team, and we kind of touched on it in our, one of our early uh, recaps or previews for the Australian Open, is I still don't think he's really at that level that he was at the U.S. Open. Like he's, There's just something not quite there right now. I haven't pinpointed it yet. Um, but one thing he did very well against Kyrgios, especially with the crowd being there, is he was very composed. He did not show any emotion. He didn't get into any of Kyrgios's kind of, you know, games or whatever on the court he let Kyrgios do his thing and he found a way to to figure it out and, and get that win so maybe he's going to continue to get better and better I, I I'm not sure I was impressed with Kyrgios he looked amazing so great to see Kyrgios yeah. back in form and in action and you know playing great tennis super good for tennis yeah Kyrgios. yeah um but back to him I think we have to give him a little bit of a break I mean he didn't look um, 100% team like we've known him, like at the U.S. Open, like you said, in the early rounds. But he, he still looked amazing. But pl- playing somebody against Kyrgios, especially at the Aussie Open, I mean, yeah. that's really hard. Yeah. So 
I think the next round is going to be whether we think he's going to go really far as in a potential winner or going to lose. Yeah, and uh, I mean, if I can make my pick now, I know I picked Karina Busta to beat Dimitrov. Obviously, he was hurt. He lost the first set 6-0, 1-0, retired in the match. Um, I think Dominic Team is going to win this match. And I think he's going to win it in four sets. I think he's just too good uh, for Dimitrov. Uh, both wings he's better on. He's got a better serve. And the only way team doesn't win is if there is something that we don't know about as far as like an injury or something that's yeah. maybe hindering him to make him not look as good as he Yeah, has I would best. agree. Yeah. I think team is just, he's just really good. Yeah. Like all around really solid. And I think he's just better than Dimitrov. However... I think it's going to go four sets, like you said, but the only way Dimitrov might have a shot is if he's able to, like, get to the net a ton. Yeah. Because I think he would be a better volleyer than Dominic. Yeah, he would be, but, I mean, Do- Dominic can beat those guys, too. He seems to find ways yeah. to, you know. I mean, he's yeah. be- I think he's yeah. beaten, yeah. 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 Anyway. So, yeah, we picked Domi on that one. Um, next one was the Chapo versus Felix match. We picked Felix, and he came out on top, 7-5-7-5-6-3. And he is now playing... I know you're going to probably want to talk about that, but he's going to be playing qualifier Karatsev, who took out eighth seed Schwartzman, who I did not see coming at all. Yeah, No one has. Even John McEnroe was saying, who the heck is this guy? Where did he come from? It's an interesting story. He's uh, in his late 20s. Uh, kind of has arrived on the scene out of nowhere at this Australian Open. You know, and as they say, there's no overnight successes. I'm pretty sure he's been working on his mm-hmm. game for many, many years. We don't know a lot about his story. However, he did play well against Schwartzman. And this opens up uh, an opportunity for the young Canadian, mm-hmm. Felix, to uh, maybe get through to the next round. Hopefully, he's not looking too far ahead because yeah. I think this is going to be a tough match for him. Um, back to the Chapo match, uh, Felix, as we said, was a dark horse, uh, you know, he was a dark horse of mine going into this event. Um, Mm. so I think he's still playing well. The training that he did with Rafa this year and the focus that he's it's starting to come together. And I think he's going to get through this, uh, match. However, I don't think he's going to win it easily in three sets. Yeah. I think it's going to be very tough. It could go five, but it'll probably be a four set win for FAA. Oh, yeah, we're really pulling for Felix yeah. here. Yeah, um, yeah I, I kind of feel the same way about I d- did with the prior match, the Felix and Dennis match. I feel the same way. I mean, obviously, they're not Canadian, but, like, I feel like, you know, it, it could... Felix might not win, but I think he has a better chance at winning than Karatsev, so we're yeah. picking Felix. And I think Felix can do a lot more than Schwartzman. Like, Schwartzman's pretty baseline sort of dude, you know, yeah. grinds points out, and if he's not, wasn't on, like, Felix has other elements. He's got a big serve. Yeah, he's got right. great first touches. Good, good on return. the surface, too. He can get, come to the net if he has to, so I think Karatsev's going to have his hands full. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's going to be tight, but we're going with FAA. Uh, next one, we have... Uh, Rublev versus Casper uh, Rudd or Rude or however you say it. Um, Rublev had a you know handled Lopez pretty good seven five six two six three. I think that was expected because Feliciano came off a long five setter and we kind of predicted that. And Casper uh, had a, 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 a not a long four setter, but you know length lengthy lengthy yeah. <laughs> lengthy lengthy. Uh, yeah. um, 
I think this, this is, I think I'm going to go with Rublev on this one. I think he has too much of a game for Casper. Well, Rublev is one of those guys, I think, right now that he's top five material. I know he's seventh seed right now, but I think he's playing at like a, a top four player yeah. right now in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and his forehand, he doesn't look like he can miss, and it's not like he's just lobbing it in there. Or no, it in it's there. like a laser. He's pounding it, and he seems to understand his game. And I think he's just going to be too much big match play experience compared to Rudd right now. His forehand is better than Rudd's forehand. Rublev's worked on his backhand, and he's even coming to the net a little bit just to change yeah. things. And up. his serve isn't. Um... I found his serve was a little bit weak a couple of years ago. It's a lot better now. Yeah. Um, I think Casper's uh, going to have his hands full here. Um, he might squeak out one set in a tiebreaker, kind of like the other matches. Or we were a 6-4 sort of yeah. that. Yeah. But I, I can't really see a way where he's going to win this match. No, unless Rublev's really off, but I, yeah. I don't see that happening. So he's, we'll pick yeah. on uh, Rublev. Rublev. Yeah. Next match. Mackie McDonald uh, versus Daniel Medvedev. Mackie took out Harris, 7 6 6 one, six four, and Medvedev had a surprising length. Oh, my God. You know what? I'm Lengthy gonna, is I'm the not going to bother saying yeah. that word anymore. He had a long five-setter against Krajanovic, 6-3-6-3, So, I don't know what happened in that last set. Maybe Krajanovic ran out of gas or something, but... I mean, five sets. Well, uh, let's go back to that, though. Krajanovic, we talked about. He, he, we said that he could push Medvedev. Yeah. Okay? He's not, he's not like a hacker out no, there. Like no. some people might not know who he is. He's great on both wings, and he can take time away coming to the net like we touch on. He's got a solid serve. He's been hanging defender. around been hanging around Djokovic, right? They're both from Serbia. He, he, you know what? He, he understands how to play big-time tennis. And uh, he obviously showed that in the game or the match against Medvedev, and uh, but Medvedev was my pick to mm-hmm. win the event, and I'm still sticking with Medvedev, and I'm going to take him to beat McDonald in in the fourth round here. I think uh, McKenzie will, you know, he'll fight for some points, but Daniel's just got Daniel's got too much game right now, yeah. and he, you know, his serve is huge, and I, I just think McDonald is, you know, he might surprise and get get a. Get to a fourth? Yeah. But I, I'm going to go Medvedev. I don't even know about that. I Somebody like Mackie, you know, I actually really like him. He's, he looks like a really hard worker. Um, plays pretty solid player. But I don't know. Against guys like, you know, the Medvedevs, the Rublevs, the Novaks, and the Rogers, and so on and so on, I think that kind of player just won't. It'll just it won't work. Yeah. So I think they'll either break down or the other guy is just going to be w- way too big of a game for them almost. Oh, so, yeah, like McKenzie can't hurt Medvedev. No. no. I, yeah. He's yeah. kind of like a, a poor man's uh, Demunar. Yeah. 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 But um, anyway, we're going to go with Medvedev three sets, I think. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Mackie. Maybe four. Even though we like yeah. you. Yeah. Um, but we're going with Medvedev. Okay. Next one we have Titipas and Bertini. Titipas had a, a pretty easy three-setter, 4-1-1, one, and, one, and Berrettini had a long three-setter, 7-6, seven, 7-6, six, seven, six, seven, six, against Hatchinoff. And just in that match, if you didn't see it, Berrettini struggled to the finish line. He, uh, he was hurt, not sure what the injury is. Um, Hatchinoff, we 
I, I think I predicted Hatchinoff to yeah, win that. Both, Did you? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, obviously it was a battle and it was only three sets still, but a battle. Um, I think Berrettini was lucky. Yeah. 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 I know, I know it's three out of five and it would have been a long, long uh, match. Even still, Hatchinoff would have won that set. But, yeah. I mean, that last tiebreaker was 7-5. Well, the so. last two were 7-5, actually. Yeah. yeah. So, Anyway, uh, good for Hatchinoff that seemed to found his game, and he's back. But Berrettini, and I know I've been kind of picking on him as far as, like, didn't look like he had his game coming mm-hmm. into this, but he's finding ways to win. However, I think this time he has come to the end of the road for him at the Aussie Open, yeah. if he can even get on the court. I'm sure he will. Um, but Sissy Pass is just... He's just the, he's like, he's like almost team level, I find now, where he's in there with the big guys, yeah, right? Yeah, he's like, he's like at that level, but he has more of a Roger game, just not, yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, no, what I'm saying is like, he's almost can be considered like, team is now with Rafa and Oh, okay, Novak. sorry, I know what you mean. Yeah. Sitsi Pass is like, maybe like just, just a, be, yeah. like an edge behind them, and I think he's going to handle Berrettini. If Berrettini's feeling good, it could still be five sets, but I think just Sitsi Pass has too much mm-hmm. game. His forehand, Comes he can dictate net. with it. He takes time away. Uh, it just he's relentless. He he just doesn't stop, mm-hmm. right? And that's going to be hard for Berrettini, especially being injured, to mm-hmm. feel that pressure the whole mm-hmm. match. And I don't know, being a, I mean, I know it was a three setter, but seven six, seven six, seven six. That that would be stressful. Yeah, those tiebreakers right in a row, and he was down in the tiebreakers, so. There might be some emotion, and I, I don't know. I think I think Titipas, this he might even, depending on how he feels, you know, he could retire too. I, yeah. But I think Titipas might have an easy one here. Yeah, I think, I, depending on, maybe Berrettini can really recover well in a couple days, but I think, like you said, Titipas will win this in three, maybe four sets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to take the Greek, the Greek right. guide on that right. one. Um, and last one on the med side, we, we got Rafael Nadal. Versus Fabio Fognini. Fabio surprised me again. Yeah, he took care of Demuner, but what I think happened there is Fabio got lucky that there were no fans watching yeah. that, that match. Yeah, you said that earlier to me today. I think I think, right. I think uh, Demuner, if the fans were there and they were cheering him on, like it looks like it was just one break each set, it might have been a different story, and he just couldn't find that gear to, to get by Fogini. But good on Fogini, finding ways to win after a tough match before that. So he goes in to play Rafa, the second seed, who took care of Cameron Norrie, 7-5, However, you know, like we said, Cameron probably couldn't hurt him, and he really didn't, but he, he made Rafa work a bit. And yeah. uh, that's concerning if you're a Nadal fan, I think, because Fabio actually is one of the only few players to beat Rafa after being down two sets. And he did that at the U.S. Open. And that was on hard court. And these guys don't really love each other, I don't think. You know, there's a little Fabio bit of... Fabio t- came back on Nadal? Yeah. When was that? That was uh, 20... I think it was 2017. Amazing. Yeah. Um, so um, so the, just... Uh, I still, though, think Rafa's going to win this match. Yeah. But I think it's going to go five sets. And, uh, he, and yeah, he also beat him on clay too, Fabio yeah, and Monte yeah, Carlo. So yeah. mm, it could get a little interesting. Yeah. I, I think I'm sticking with Rafa. And well, let's Rafa's been your pick, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he's been win. my pick right through. Yeah. I've had a, a little bit of a doubt since the back stiffness and all that stuff. But I mean, he's playing really well. 
Um, he got by Cameron Nori. Pretty pretty good. Uh, three sets, seven five six two seven five. I'll talk a little bit about the I was, I was just gonna talk right. about that stat. In our previous podcast, and they even say this like on all the tennis channels, ESPN, they always go like, "Oh, you know, Rafa, it's it could be a tough one. He's playing another lefty. He struggles against lefties." And we even said that the last right. podcast. There was a stat that I saw this morning, and it was active players best percentage against lefty players. And guess who was on the top? Rafa Nadal, eighty-seven percent wins, eighty-seven percent. Of matches against left-handed players. Yeah, so maybe he doesn't struggle too much. Yeah, I don't think... <laughs> Unless he's playing himself. I don't know. I don't know why people would say that. Like, I even remember, like, you know, John and Patrick McEnroe and Chrissy. They were all... I, I don't know. They would all say that. Yeah. So, I don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. Well, anyway, <laughs> anyway. It, we just found that that's not true. So, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Moving on to the WTA. So, we're picking Rafa, yep. actually, before we move on. Uh, I think it's going to be five sets, maybe four. Fabio gets under his skin a little bit, and that's one way that we know. One thing that we know that maybe does cause Rafa to have struggles in a match is if he's playing someone that just doesn't meet his values. They're mm-hmm. not meat, but he kind finds, of a curious thing. Yeah, yeah. or yeah. So th- this could be interesting to see how this all plays out, and looking forward to watching it. So WTA round four, first match up. Barty versus sorry versus Shelby Rogers. Barty had a pretty easy two setter, two and four, and so did Rogers. She took out Contave. We both picked that, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. Um, six four, six three. This one, this is a this is going to be a tough matchup, I think, for for Ash. But I think she should be able to get through. Um, you know, it could, it could go Rogers' way just because there's no fans there anymore. But I'm gonna still stick with Ash. I think this is. Uh, I think Ash is just gonna be too much for Shelby, and I think um, it's time for her. It's her time for her departure. Yeah. Well, I've been pumping up Rogers and her game, her forehand. Well, and her I serve. have too. Too. Yeah. No. But I think. I think actually Barty's gonna handle her quite easily. Yeah. I think uh, her slice, uh, her serve. Uh, she can take time away with coming to the net, volleys, and Shelby's a little too one-dimensional where Ash has a bunch of dimensions to her game that if something's not working, she'll move on to the next one and she'll find a solution that'll probably frustrate Shelby. And mm-hmm. I think she's going to take this in two sets. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Unless Shelby, for some reason, plays like the best tennis of her life, yeah. um, I don't really see any other ways for her to win this match. So we're taking Ash Barty, number one seed in that match. Next one, Mertens handled Benchik quite easy, two and one. We kind of predicted that. Yeah, not a surprise. Benchik's no. been kind of easily distracted. I, I shouldn't say even kind of predicted. Yeah. We did predict yeah. that. Yeah, um, yeah Mertens handled her, handled her quite easily. Yeah. And my pick, Muchova, took yeah. out Pliskova, seven five seven five. Yeah, and I picked Pliskova thinking that she was, you know looking good in the match before and her returns were good but i watched that match and uh, she was up five love in the second set pliskova was Mm -hmm. and muchova came back and it just shows that i think pliskova is just not feeling 100 percent about her game that i thought she was uh but good on muchova to fight back and come back from that right um i want to talk a little bit more about muchova here kova or muchova yeah Yeah, yeah. um she played vika at the u.s open last year and I'm a huge Vika fan, which you guys know because we talked about her in previous podcasts. 
Um, and when she played Vika, I was really nervous. Muchova is dangerous. Mm-hmm. She I, can slice. She can, she's she almost volleys. like an Ash Barty. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think they could pass as twins as far as their tennis game. Yeah. I think, I don't know, I'm, I feel a little dark horse action going on right now. Well, I'm still going with Mertens because she handled Benchik easily. I watched her play the Canadian Fernandez in the first round. She looks really solid. She's got confidence. She won the, the warm-up event. Mm-hmm. I'm taking Mertens in this one. I, I think she's got too much consistency, whereas Pliskova didn't have that in the last round. And I think she's going to basically, Muchova's going to make errors, uh, trying to do too many things to find solutions, and eventually Mertens will beat her. It might go three sets, though. Okay. I'm going to pick Muchova. Yeah. Um, that's our first... Uh, Agree to disagree. Uh, yeah, I yeah. agree to disagree pick. Yeah. I just think that, you see, I actually think that Muchova has too much of a game for Mertens. I think she's just going to, I think Mertens is, isn't going to know what to do because yeah. she's going to be throwing some, so much variety at her. Um, she's also really athletically gifted. Yeah. Um, that would be a good match. Yeah, yeah, I'm picking Muchova in two tight sets or three sets. All right. So... Uh, next one, we got Donna Vekic versus Jen Brady. And Vekic, she, uh, wow. we, as we are, Kenepi, Kenepi, yeah. as we said, was going to be a tight one. I watched that match. I'm very impressed that Kenepi was playing very well. Kenepi had match points yeah. in the second set. And uh, Donna Vekic found a way, which is awesome to see a tennis player do, when maybe yeah. they don't have their bus, best stuff or they're yeah. playing an opponent who's on. Mm-hmm. And uh, she stuck to her guns. Uh, got a little tight there in the first set, I think it was, and I think that's what caused her to lose the set, but then kind of found a way to hit more yeah. forehands, get her first serve in, and did a good job and found a way to win that match. Jen Brady, who I'm a huge fan of. Jen Brady's awesome, yeah. guys. Take a look. <laughs> when she hits that forehand, it sounds like a rocket every time. <laughs> yeah. it's just It reminds me of Del Potro, not as far as technique, but the sound. Okay, yeah. And her backhand is really good as well. So... Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think Donna is going to be able to hurt Brady. Uh, that she doesn't like take time away. She doesn't away. have a, a big ball yeah. or anything either. And she doesn't like she doesn't have a lot of dimensions to her game. Where Jen, I think, is just better from the baseline than her, and better serve, better just better and everything. I'm taking Brady here in two sets. Yeah, I agree 100. percent Brady looked really sharp. Uh, she took out Juvon. I really like Juvon now that we've Matt. talked about her. I was sad about that, but I, I picked Brady to win that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you talked about her baseline game and serve being too good. I even think the volley game, too. Oh, she's yeah, she's a great, a great double volleyer player, right? and doubles yeah. player. Like, I seen her warming up the volleys the other night, and I'm like, that looks, like, so easy to yeah. her. Yeah. So I think it's going to be a straightforward for Brady. Yeah. I just, yeah, yeah. it's going to be cool. And All right. To watch. Pagula train. The Pagula train. Here we are. She's... Uh, Demolished Mladenovic 6 2 6 1. Just frustrated the heck out of her. And then we have her playing Spitalina, who won pretty easily 6 4 6 0 in her round three match. Um, oh, this is the hardest one to pick so far. Yeah, uh, very similar games. Uh, Pagula might be a little bigger off the ground uh, as far as like pop and power, where Spitalina is just maybe more consistent, but. I think the, well, I call her the veteran. She's still pretty young, Spitalina, but I think she's going to pull this one out. It's going to yeah. be a grind, yeah. but I think it's going to be three sets. 
and she's just going to wear Pagula out. And Pagula hasn't faced a whole lot of adversary, adversity right now. And I think Spitalina is going to put her in a lot of yeah, long rallies. And not, not that she's going to be blowing the ball by her on the court, but just going to make her work. Feel, yeah. yeah, make yeah. her feel like, oh, my God, I want a point off her. I got to do that the whole yeah. match. Yeah. I think you're right. I hopped on the Pagula train last round because I did think she was going to beat Muldenovic. But... I still kind of want to stay on the train, but when you see the name like Spitalina, I mean, come on, she's like a backboard, and I think, like you said, adversity, I, I, she hasn't really faced that, you know, overall solid player yet, and I think she, this, I think Spitalina is that player, and I think it's going to give her a tough time, and I think when she realizes it's not working, she might go into a little panic mode. Yeah. And then that's not going to be good. So Spitalina for the dub. All right. So now on to Shay versus. Oh Ronda my Sova. God! I got. I can't. I've been waiting to talk about this yeah. one. So Shay, who we had predicted to beat Arani, and we said it was going to be a tough one. Yeah. And it was tough. She was uh, down in the third set, found a way to grind it out mm-hmm. and get the win, and it was definitely a grind. Those two grinder, their grinders, extraordinary. Oh my God. Watch out yeah. for Arani this season, like I, you were saying yeah, on Clay, was, yeah. right? You, I think she's back. Yeah. Um, the serve she seems to have figured out as good as she's going to get get it, and it's not distracting her too much from the rest of her game. So she, I, I expect her to have a great Clay season. I, I, I know. I, 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 I. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that match was insane. Yeah. We picked uh, Hesh or yeah Hesh to Shea, win. Shea, I think Shea. it's yeah. Shea to win. Yeah. But it was so fun to watch that match because. It was, it, they're two very, very unique players. Yeah. And I think when you have that kind of matchup, it's just like, it's, a, it's like almost beautiful to watch because I don't know any other players that have a style that are remotely close to those two players. And, and it's great, like you said, to, it's beautiful to watch them try and figure out how to win with yeah. the tools they have. Yeah. yeah, and I think like they're definitely not the visually pleasing players. Yeah. And I think that's just even... I think that just means you got to watch them even more yeah. because that means that they're just trying to find solutions with what they have, like you were saying. Yeah. So anyway, to get back to the next match. Shea uh, versus Vondrasova. She's playing Vondrasova. Who took out Marino in the third round and then took care of Kirstey very easily, the Romanian yeah. 6-2, 6-4. She looked really solid in that match. I'm going to go with Way again. Yeah, I'm going to stick on the Shea or Way or Hesh yeah, or whatever yeah. it is. Uh, one, she looks like she's feeling good. She's, she's having fun. She's having fun, yeah. Vondrasova, I find there might be a little injury there. I know she's had her leg taped up. And Shea or Hesh or whatever, she puts you in situations you that just... You don't know what you're supposed to do. And you're moving to balls and, and you're off balance and you're in awkward positions. And one thing I do like about Veronda Sova is she does have a nice slice that can kind of maybe play a little bit uh, in her favor. But I find Shay's backhand, which is two-handed as long as her forehand, is actually better than her two-handed forehand. And where Veronda Sova is a, a lefty, lefty, I was thinking that too. She, I think she might be able to move her off the court and dictate play from that side a little bit more than others can against Veronda Sova. So I'm picking... Uh, Shay, way, hey, in maybe three sets. Yeah, I uh, was, I was thinking maybe I should pick Vondrasova because she was lefty and uh, Way hasn't faced somebody like that. But then I thought about the two-hander thing, and she's a funny player, Way, because at the U.S. Open last year, she said 
or she said in a press conference just recently, oh yeah, before the U.S. Open, uh, the day before my match, I practiced on clay. So, yeah. like, what? So Why? Why yeah. did she say that? Well, I, these things don't bother her. Yeah. Like, if she, I just think nothing is stopping her right now. And I think encountering somebody that's lefty that might throw people off, like. That's not a big deal. No, though. it's not <laughs> a big deal to her. Yeah. So I think going into a match like that, I think it's, it might even be smooth sailing. Well, and check her Instagram page because she seems to not have any expectations, oh, which she's is so very. down to earth too. I which love is it. very good for a tennis player to not have expectations because there's, there's no pressure, self-pressure. And she just says, you know, I don't play good tennis. I'll uh, go have some good food and uh, have yeah. some good drinks here in Australia and all life is good. So, yeah, and I'll move on yeah. to the next one. Yeah, so she's very, very, uh, I guess, in her happy place right Yeah. Now. And it's funny, too, that you say that because, she, guys, if you don't know, she's actually an extremely good doubles player, too, and plays with Strivkova and won slams. Yeah. So, I mean, she kind of does have expectations, but she says she she feels great. So, well, she doesn't in her mind. She doesn't put any pressure yeah, on her. Yeah, which is amazing. Yeah. She's there because she loves the game. Yeah. yeah. So, we're going to go with Wei. Uh, Shay. Shay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we got to figure that one out. Yeah. Um, so now we have Muguruza oh, versus God. Osaka. Oh boy! Now Osaka handled Jabor six three six two. Yeah, that one. and uh, you know, and good for her because you know that that shows that she's probably playing some good tennis right now. Mm-hmm. And Muguruza won easily one and one. Um, I still think Naomi is going to get through this match. Too bad they have to play each other. Yeah, um, I think Naomi's. Better on both sides, better forehand, better uh, backhand. Uh, Muguruza's got a good backhand, but I, I just, Osaka's number three in the world. I don't think Muguruza, I don't think she's in her, I don't think she's where she was. No, she's not. not so, and serve is better. Um, competitor Movement Osaka's, is, yeah. you know, I just, I think she's going to win this one. It might be, uh, might go three sets or it might be like a four and four or a four and three sort of win for uh, Osaka. Yeah, I, I would agree. All right. Naomi for the win. Next one. All right, dad. Well, dark, dark horse. Sabalenka uh, handled Lee pretty easily and Williams handled Potapova after some struggles in the first set there. Yeah. Uh, which we talked about, like sometimes Williams will show up uh, and have a dud, slow. right? And she didn't throw a dud though. She no, just no. Started she really just slow. found a way. Well, it looked like it was going to be a dud, but she found a way to, you know, in Serena fashion, found a way to get back in that match and then take it uh, pretty easily after that. Yeah. Um, she hasn't faced anyone like Sabalenka yet. Um, I think Sabalenka might win this. She might just blow the ball right by her. Yeah, I mean, I know we talked about Serena's movement uh, being much better, and it is. But Sabalenka is crushing the forehand and the backhand. So and dynamic. The serve. Ew, this is a bad matchup for Serena. I yeah, I, like, I think she can match Serena power for power. What'll be interesting is, can Serena find a different way to win a match? Yeah. It, where she can't overpower someone now. I know. Can she find a way? And I know she's been working with uh, Murata Glue, trying to get to the net a little bit, take time away, but I just don't know if she's going to find those short balls against and, Sabalenka. And, yeah, because she get to the net. She hits a lot of deep balls against yeah. Sabalenka. I, see, the interesting part for me is Serena's won a lot of double slams. She seems to be a pretty good, I mean, obviously she's considered a goat. Yeah. So, she, I mean, she must have good volleys. I 
I'd like for her to get to the net to have a chance at winning this, but I don't think her movement side to side is great, but I don't know about the, her, the transition game and coming into the net and be able to put pressure on Sablanka that way. Well, and it's going to be hard, as you know, being a player, you look for that short ball. I don't think she's going to get a lot of short balls to attack on against Sablanka. So, I mean, she might get, she might, what she might have to do is serve and attack off the ball. First ball right away. That might be the shortest ball she's going to get off her first serve to try and hold serve. And then maybe Sablanka crumbles under the pressure. Yeah. But I, mm-hmm. I think that might be one tactic Serena could try and do is get her first serve in, attack that first ball, and put the pressure on or, her. Or maybe even mind games need to be played on Serena's. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. This is ex- this is gonna this is gonna push Serena, guys. So. Well, it's gonna push Serena, in my opinion, out of the tournament. So I'm taking Sablanka yeah. in, <laughs> yeah. in two, maybe three sets, uh, and uh, I'm gonna stick with my dark horse here. And Serena, it's good to see you back, moving better, playing better, and uh, looking forward to a solid year from her for the rest of the year as she chases down 24. But I don't think it happens. I don't think it happens either. I'm gonna stay on Sablanka train. Um, too bad for Serena, um, honestly, but I think she's met her match Oh, yeah, she's, she's in a good place, though. She's fine. Yeah, she's yeah. got lots of, <laughs> lots of money. Yeah. So um, now we've got Iga Svitek versus Simona Halep. Upset alert. Well, Simona destroyed Iga two matches or two times ago when they played head-to-head. Then Iga came back and beat her at the French. Iga on hard court is too tough of a matchup for Simona right now. Uh, she hits the ball through the court. She's got bigger, bigger mm-hmm. strokes. Uh, she takes the ball earlier. I don't see Simona being able to change her game. She's a bit one-dimensional. She's a counter-puncher. She doesn't, you know, love to come to the net. And she's, unless Iga's off a little bit, Simona could win this in three sets. But I think Iga's going to take this pretty easily. We love Iga, but we also love Simona. Oh, yeah, we do. We love Simona a lot. Um, I just, I think Iga is just so cool. She's just yeah. cool. She's cool to watch. She's dynamic. She moves well. She She's a good ball striker, all around solid. I think she's just too much for Simona, especially on the hard court. I'm actually surprised she beat her on clay at the French. Even, I, I mean, I know she won the whole yeah. tournament and she was playing amazing, but Halep is definitely more. Uh, Plays better on a slower hard court or clay court. I don't see, I mean, a three-setter, I think we're going to see here. Or a tight two-setter, but Iga's going to take it. Yeah, and Iga's got quite the team there. She's been working with a sports psychologist quite heavily there, and I think that's what's really helped her, actually. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm very curious, though. You know, Halep's got a good team there with Cahill as her coach. yeah. Uh, will they come up with a different game plan? Maybe there's something that they see that maybe, you know, that's one thing that could help Simona. Maybe they see something that not the average Joe folks would see, yeah. right, that put together a plan for Simona. But Yeah, I think... well, we got to remember, Simona's a veteran. Yeah. She knows what she's doing. Yeah. Um, there might be some secret master plan going on there, but that's, I don't want to bet on that. Yeah, I think Ega's going to take it. She's ready. She seems focused. She's dialed in. She's she's a she's a star. Yeah, so, she's uh, a star. Ega for sure. Uh, and that would wrap up our picks here for round four. Uh, definitely let us know in the comments uh, what you think of our picks or who you got. Um, 
Thanks again for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at MPTennisMB, on Facebook at MPTennisMB, or follow us or check us out on the web at MPTennis.ca. Or the YouTube. And our YouTube channel. Got lots of tennis content out there, and we'd love to hear from you online. So thanks again for listening, and enjoy round four.